You are listening to the Ortho Idea Podcast, where we bring you the newest trends in orthopedic technology. Tune in for engaging interviews with medical device executives, surgeons, and surprise special guests discussing new disruptive technology in the marketplace. Here is your host, Eric Anderson. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Ortho Idea Podcast. Today, I would like to introduce Aaron Baruti. He is the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Extremities in North America at Orthofix, and he is going to come on today and talk a little bit about some new disruptive technologies with Orthofix. So without further ado, welcome, Aaron. How are you today? I'm doing fine, Eric. Thanks for having me on the podcast today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for taking time to do this. And right now, we are. this podcast will probably be out sometime in May, but right now we are right in the middle of the COVID pandemic. So we all get to do things remotely. And so a little bit different way of life these days. So hopefully everything's going well with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like everybody else, we're working from home and I was telling somebody earlier today that, you know, on some level, this has been probably a benefit for us at OrthoFix. We have a lot of projects. Of course, we have the recent acquisition of Fitbone and things like that require a tremendous amount of planning and timing and effort. And so on some sort of, you know, level, this pandemic has allowed us to, you know, plan more appropriately and think through our strategy of how we want to bring that to market in the U.S. And so from that perspective, it's been nice. But, you know, admittedly, we'd, lo- we'd love to be doing all this stuff in person, but this is the hand we've been dealt. So we're, we're taking advantage of it. Sure. And you, and you actually just mentioned something that I, I definitely wanted to jump into and talk about. You obviously just Orthofix has acquired Fitbone and wanted to see if you could talk a little bit about that and the background of Fitbone and anything else you'd like to add about that. Yeah. So Fitbone was a product that was created by a company called Wittenstein, who was a German company. And what Fitbone is, it's a limb lengthening nail system that lengthens through the use of a, of a radio frequency device. So this product would, would compete on the market today with Nuvasiv's product called Precise. These are intermedullary nails. And in the U.S., they're primarily used in you know, adult limb reconstruction cases. You know, on the occasion, they'll be used in pediatric cases. They're femoral nails and tibial nails is what's in the inventory today. But they've got, they being Fitbone, they've got a number of products that they can build custom. And have a number of products that they're working on 510k approval in the US. So the technology is extremely exciting. I mean, when you think about the landscape of this space, up till this point, it has only been the precise nail from Nuvasive. And so there have been a few surgeons in the US that have had the opportunity to use Fitbone, but it's really not been available on a widespread basis. And so with the marriage with Orthofix here, We'll now have an opportunity to put this into the into the hands of our sales channel and really take advantage of the opportunity in a much bigger way. Well, that's great. And obviously, and most people on the podcast probably will know what Orthofix, you know, their their core competencies for as far as products being external fixation, but there's numerous products that Orthofix has. And so the marrying of this internal fixation device as well as your external fixation. Can you go into a little bit about that and what your strategy as far as looking at the marketplace? Yeah. So I think it probably begs the question of, you know, our strategy as an organization more broadly. And the way that Orthofix has come to be, of course, it's, you know, we're based our global headquarters in Dallas, Texas, Louisville, Texas, to be precise, a little bit north of Dallas. 
But the extremities division is based in Verona, Italy, which is in fact where the company started. And the organization was really built on a foundation of external fixation. And so in Europe, they have spent a lot of time building their presence in the pediatric space, as well as the trauma space. Here in the U.S., I would say over the last several years, you know, we have spent probably more of our time focused on the lower extremity more generally, and probably more specifically in the foot and ankle area. And so we have been building our presence here in the U.S. in the pediatric space. We have a number of other technologies in our portfolio that address pediatrics. We certainly have external fixation devices that are geared towards smaller patients. And so strategically, if you think about it you know, on a worldwide basis, we really feel like we are well positioned to take advantage of the opportunities in pediatrics. We also feel like we're well positioned to take advantage of the foot and ankle market. And in the trauma space, specifically in the US, it's a very opportunistic environment. Of course, we recognize that much bigger orthopedic companies have trauma contracts at facilities. And so we're not really trying to go after that market per se but we are being very selective where we, where we go after certain opportunities. So if you think about Fitbone and how that fits in, because we have primarily focused on external fixation for both adults and pediatrics, a fair amount of the cases that we see are limb reconstruction and deformity correction. And the Fitbone technology fits in very nicely with that because oftentimes when these patients suffer from traumatic injuries, or even you know, congenital injuries, they have some kind of deformity or limb length discrepancy. And we have historically treated that with external fixation. With the addition of Fitbone, we'll now have an internal fixation device to address the same thing. Well, thank you for going through and talking a little bit about that. What exactly in curiosity, and I, I don't know if you have these figures, how are these specifically limb lengthening, talking about Fitbone and external fixation, do you know what the share is of internally fixing some of these, fixing these indications between X-fix and in-fix? What are you seeing? Yeah, you know, it's really a great question. We, do, we don't have a share. And part of the reason for this is there's not really been a lot of market research done specifically in the pediatric space, which is where a fair number of these intermedullary nails are being used. What we do know is that the market for intermedullary limb lengthening nails is certainly well in excess of $50 million a year. And when you think about this concept of market opportunity, you know, for us, you know, at some point it's big enough, right? So whether it be 50 million or 100 million or 150 million, what we know is that we have a tremendous opportunity to go from zero to something much bigger than zero. What we think will happen is, is that although we sell external fixation and we are certainly today missing out on internal fixation cases, we actually think that these technologies have the opportunity to be very complementary. So there will be instances where we think surgeons will use an intermedullary nail, whether it be for limb lengthening or potentially bone transport or certain other indications, where they may want for a period of time as temporary belt and suspenders to use an external fixation device. The one added benefit that we'll have as an organization is that today we have a software system that is closely associated with our our TrueLock Hex platform. And we plan to incorporate that software platform with the Fitbone technology. So we'll have a means by which our surgeons can preoperatively plan their cases and incorporate the Fitbone technology into that pre-planning process. Wow, that's very interesting. I did not know that. And that's something that is going to be a game changer because obviously having an external fixation solution and an internal fixation solution that 
a solution that can work hand in hand. That must be exciting for you guys. Yeah, I think it's the thing that we feel like will will certainly set us apart. Now, you know, very in a much very biased way, I would tell you that I think, you know, from what I've seen so far, the Fitbone technology, you know, I think on its own, it will go head to head very nicely against the precise nail. There are certainly some areas that need some improvement, but that's the case for anybody's product. The added benefit of the software platform is something that our competition cannot offer. They can try to leverage it with other software platforms that they don't control. But because we have control of the software platform here, we'll have the ability to make updates, make enhancements, improve that technology over time. Well, that's, yeah, that's very exciting. And in that, you know, one of the questions I always ask is for the future, and you're kind of detailed what that's going to look like. When do you see the Fitbone? nail coming to market? When, when do you see your rollout happening? And I understand, I'm not going to hold you to anything, but I understand with this, what's going on right now, I'm sure that's kind of slowed down, but sure. if you had a crystal ball of what, when that might look like. Yeah. So, you know, our effort here in the US is to try to bring that product to market as quickly as possible. And I think I mentioned previously, there are some surgeons in the US that have done cases. So technically it is available in the US market already and has been for a period of time. The rate limiting step up to this point, quite honestly, has been that for Wittenstein, this was not, they are not a medical device company and this has not been a big focus for them. So what our focus has been on here in the short term is working through the acquisition, crossing our T's, dotting our I's and making sure we have all the, all the appropriate processes in place in our back office to be able to bring that product to market and make it widely available to our surgeons. So I suspect what you'll see from us is a, is an effort to try to get this product moving, you know, certainly by early next year, if possible, maybe sooner. But, you know, as you well know, the coronavirus has, has, has put a wrench in everybody's gear. So, you know, we're dealing with that. We're trying to do as much as we can remotely that can be done remotely. And then as soon as we can all get back together in rooms, you know, we'll start looking at training surgeons and getting people up to speed. Well, that's great. Well, that's uh, obviously something to look forward to. You know, currently, and we had talked a little bit about, you know, obviously in the trauma space and extremity space, anything that you're looking at a, as an organization for the future in the in those spaces to bolt on to what you're doing now or any future plans? And again, I know you can't let on to, you know, obviously things that you're going to look at as far as acquisitions or anything like that, but yeah. any, any short-term plans in those spaces? You know, there are a lot of things that we look at as an organization, certainly nothing I can speak to specifically, but, you know, we we have a lot on our plate as it stands. We, you know, with the Fitbone acquisition, like we've been talking about here, we have a number of other internal projects that will be coming to market here in the next several months. We certainly have our hands full with what we have today, but I'm fortunate that I work for a company that's in a very good financial position. And so we're always on the lookout for technologies that can be you know, complementary and synergistic to what we're trying to do as an organization on the extremity side. And, you know, our focus really is, you know, deformity correction, limb reconstruction, limb salvage, those kinds of areas. So, you know, we try not to limit ourselves too much, but we do want to look at, you know, differentiated technologies and things that can that can move the needle for our patients and our providers. Great. Well, in in that regard, do you go through a distributor network in the United States? We do. Yeah. Today we use an independent channel for our sales here in the US. Okay. And the reason I was asking that, because I think obviously after this podcast, we'll probably get some inquiries as to 
what the next steps would fit bone and who they can contact in, in their local area is the, the best way to, to go to www.orthofix.com or what would you suggest? Yeah, that's, that's certainly one avenue. You know, I'm of course available on LinkedIn. I think we've all probably gotten to a point now where, you know, LinkedIn has become sort of the, the place to go find your colleagues and find product lines to carry. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn if you're interested in opportunities or if you're interested in, you know, finding out who your local representation is. I, try to respond to as many of those inquiries as possible. My whole regional team is available on, on LinkedIn as well. That's probably the easiest and most efficient way. But certainly, if you want to go to orthofix.com, you can get a hold of our customer service group there and they can put you in touch with the appropriate people. Great. And well, I, and I do, again, appreciate you coming on and able to talk a little bit about the new technologies that you're coming coming out with. I always do ask this question, always on the fun side of it, I always ask anybody. So if you are not the uh, vice president of sales and marketing extremities for Orthofix. What would you be doing when you quote unquote grow up? That's why I always ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a, that's a you know, it, depending on the day, Eric, you're going to get probably a different answer. I would say that, you know, I would be independently wealthy and playing golf all day if I had my <laughs> choice. But yeah, you know, if, you know, I'm an engineer by education. I think early on as a child, I wanted to be an architect. That's always been something that's interested me. But, you know, those days are unfortunately sort of, you know, behind me. You know, the longer that I've been in the medical device space, I'll tell you this, you know, the more appreciation I have for our surgeon customers. And I've often envied, maybe somewhat naively, I've often envied, you know, their connection to the patient. And so I think, you know, if I'm answering you honestly, you know, I would have been a doctor, I would have been a surgeon in some capacity. Good. Well, interesting. Yeah. So I never tell anybody I'm going to ask that question. You'll be amazed some of the answers I've gotten. But there have been a few that said, yeah, I would have entertained being a surgeon. So that I appreciate for, you, for your feedback. You know, it's, sometimes when I ask that question, I get silence for about, <laughs> you know, like, I, I get like, what would I do? I have no idea. That's why, right. I don't, that's why I don't prompt anybody with that. Well, is there anything else that you would like to add? I, I Again, I really appreciate you coming on and talking a little bit about you know Fitbone and what Orthofix is doing it, it right now in the marketplace. Is there anything more that you would like to add? Yeah, no, I think the thing, the main thing that I want to add is, you know, what we're trying to do at Orthofix is be, you know, extremely good at, at a few number of things. I think that's why you have seen us predominantly focus on external fixation. I think we're now moving into an area of, of deformity correction and limb reconstruction. You'll see some, some enhancements in that area. But today, you know, I think the, the way to win in this market is to find your niche and be as good at that niche thing as you possibly can. Of course, I came from a background of a company that had a multitude of products. But even within that organization, there were things that we were extraordinarily good at. And those were the areas that tended to grow over time. So, you know, we're taking that playbook and we're trying to implement it here. And so, you know, whether you're a surgeon listening to this podcast or you're a distributor listening to this podcast, just know that if you want to associate yourself with OrthoFix, the things that we do well, we're going to do exceptionally well. And we would just encourage you to give us a look. And, you know, we, we'd love the opportunity to work with you. Well, thank you. And I can I can back that up because, we, you know, full disclosure, we do have a distributor business as well. And, and we do distribute Orthofix. And, and when we went out into the marketplace and spoke to several surgeons, they were very excited about what Orthofix had to offer. And all every I can tell you, every surgeon we spoke to said, what a great company, great products. And so, you know, obviously what you said brings true that you are a company that you can partner with and, and have yourself something that a stalwart in your bag for sure. So, but again, thank you for your time. I really appreciate you coming on here, Aaron. 
if anybody would like to, as we said before, connect with any with Aaron or any of his team, obviously they're on LinkedIn. Also, you can go on to www.orthofix.com and connect in that manner as well. And thank you again for coming on during this time and please be safe. Yeah, same to you, Eric. Thanks again. Thank you for tuning in to the Ortho Idea Podcast. If you would like to learn more about the technologies discussed, please visit www.orthoidea.com.